peeps, it's me again, back with another podcast on deck. And I'm not talking about because I'm at some port or ocean somewhere. No, it's because my room is a nautical theme, and you know, it is. We know it is. We can see it from my stuff. If you're checking out my social media page, you can tell I'm going with the blue and nautical theme here. Because, you know, I like the beach so much. Anyways, peeps, I just want to tell you guys something cool. In regards to what just happened and transpired over the weekend, this weekend, and between my sister, mom, and me, oh man, just typical family metal crap dramas as usual. My sister finally got rid of that horrible ass job she was working for, and as you people know it, she deserved this because this was her win, okay? She didn't deserve to be working two or three or even any more shifts for other people that were not willing to pull their weight around their job. While she while she was doing that, people, she was basically not being paid. And then she was told before she quit this week on Thursday, actually. She didn't do it two weeks. She just quit on the spot. And she basically, you know, left the job. She called me up Thursday morning. And so we had to be there like a semi-type of, you know support at the same time we had our own little argument of issues as usual we we're around each other but anyways her job she's finally free from that horrible job and even though it did not make my mom happy my mom did say well at least inmate is better because she's not stressed and and also you know she's not having to work anymore because she wasn't paid attention and not enough and is and i don't want her stressed out and I'd rather her quit that job than her being stressed at a job. And I couldn't agree more because I thought, you know what? What she said made a lot of sense. She made a lot of good facts here, people. She really, you know, she really was saying the truth that her job was just a job from hell. And actually, people, it is. And I'll tell you why. That job Liz was doing, she wasn't going to be paid enough. What she told me was some of workers were not even working at the job, were being paid $3 to $2 or $1 an hour, and they were giving her measly 50 cents per hour extra just to do two jobs between two counties, which was basically, and this was basically a job association with um, the home improvement of the Home Depot industry. So that's basically what happened. She was working for that crap job that really was giving her crap pay and also rack, lack of disrespect and crap people who work in a crap em- employer. So basically she was working almost nothing to pennies. She was not disrespectful to say the least, but these people were just so god uh, just horrid, straight up horrible, and they didn't give her a chance for growth. And also they didn't want to pay her in the restitution that she deserved because of the growth that that job pretty much accumulated thanks to her. And no thanks to them, they lost a really good employee that day because Liz, you know, she threw in the towel, she said she had it. And you know what? I'm glad. Despite reports about all the people in my millennial age group between me and Liz and Veva, who is my older sister by the way, all three of us are a generation millennial. Some of us are putting her foot down. In her case, she's up in Washington. She's a mother. She's tending to her children. She's being an exceptional mom, according to Liz, and I guess herself. And then in Liz's case, now she doesn't have to worry about horrible people while she moves up to exceptional opportunities. We hope this county blesses her with a good job. Otherwise, she's looking for other places in other surrounding neighbor counties with better, you know, odds. 
which we also hope for the best. In my mom's case, she wasn't too keen, you know, on this happening. But she was happy enough to know her own daughter, you know, had to leave a horrible site, a horrible place that wasn't, you know, really for her. And the sad thing about it was she didn't even get a chance to enjoy the growth that she was supposed to have because they really didn't want her to have that growth. And like my mom was talking about some of his Hispanics, this is basically the topic of today anyways. I'm talking about Hispanic issues because as a Hispanic person myself, even though I don't look like it to some people, I actually am of Hispanic American descent, mostly of, you know, Mexican American. But that's not to say the least people of why. It's just... This is what I'm trying to say, guys. It was basically bad what she was into. She didn't get a chance, basically, to enjoy herself. And you know what? Her happy place wasn't this one. Wasn't this job. And like all happy things for us Hispanic people, we're running through so many ruts. Now, I'm going to talk about DACA the best that I can. And I'm going to say this to you people. I don't know if you listeners are Hispanic yourselves or are dreamers dreaming on to this country. I don't have any qualms against you guys trying to have a future since you guys are just like myself, an equivalent version of me as a Mexican-American who's actually, you know, documented who I am, an actual American citizenship, by the way. Not for gloating rights here. This doesn't make me any better. It's just you guys lived the life I lived for so many years, except you guys were undocumented. That was the only flaw. But you guys have been an astounding bunch of people who've been great help in our economies, in our social economics, if not to the fabric of our people in a time where it created its own community within a community. It's kind of weird saying that, but that's pretty much what it looks like. When you think about it, people, it makes sense why you guys are pretty much thrown at the, pretty much at Hell's Gate. And now, hearing that supposedly Texas, this weird state, so-called Lone Star Loner Loser State, basically challenged the Supreme Court, saying that supposedly only DACA will only work for the people who are already currently in the program, and they're not going to allow any more newcomers because it's not federally recognized or in some cases is against the law which I don't understand how it was against the law you know I'd never understood that you know for so many years I never understood what it was about but I was just surprised this was even an issue and this is the issue I have an issue with how can we make it against the law for those who lived here illegally without knowing that they were living here legally make it penalized just because there are a lot of people, for some reason, coming to their borders, you know, and seek of a better life, that shouldn't be warranted with violence or warranted with just denying access to them. You know, like someone posted on a TikTok the other day I was watching on my phone this past week. They were saying on the TikTok, and this is another Hispanic ally or Hispanic person themselves, and they were saying that they're basically uprooting communities in Latin America, okay? They're basically trying to get these people to go away. And I always suspected these people. I always had. And I don't know why I thought of this, but I'm like, I feel like they're drug drive. You know, I coin the cartels and all the drug stuff that they do. I call it a drug drive. Because this is really just them making a drug farms, drug company, drug nation on a no man's land that they're creating. And they're scaring away 
good people from those respectful lands and cultures, and they're being forced to come here, but now they're still punishing these exact people by denying them the access of their freedom. So if you don't want them here in this country, then fix whatever's happening in their country, and don't say, well, that's not our problem. No, America. Some of us contributing to their drug issue is us being the consumer. And I have a weird feeling this is why this has been happening. They've been coming here, even though my mom thinks this is weird. She wants the DACA thing because that was something she supposedly, you know, championed herself years ago as a concept or an idea. And I never thought of it much because I don't know what it's like to be someone who came across the border illegally because I wouldn't understand, unlike she, because she understands that crap, but I wouldn't know. And that was something that she championed behind with everyone else because, you know, she believed in that stuff. So that's why she, you know, is a starch, you know, advocate for this crap. In my case, I'm happy for people to come here for their safety. And, you know, whether they do it legally or illegally, I just want them just to come here and be alive. I don't think it's a matter of legal status. It should be a matter of human rights because they're being violated. Okay, people? And those people who are doing these drugs... Our consumers are the people that are trying to tell them to get lost when they're the ones buying all the drugs from these very bad organizations of people that are making a profit off of the consumers that keep telling the people to not come here. I'm just saying, people, if you're going to make a profit, if you're going to have these people make a profit off of you, at least allow their citizens come here, you know, safely. So that way they don't have to be part of this drug crap. Because not all of us Hispanics are a part of that illusion of drug lords, cartels, appearance. We're not like that, okay? And we're not rapists, and we're certainly not bad ones that Donald Trump fucking met. That's his illusion and his too haughty, dumbass attitude that he just can't, you know, stand other people of color being better. After all, as witness, one time watching him on video bitch about a Native Americans having casinos and he couldn't have it anywhere he wanted. You see? Case in point. And my other point to be, this is why I'm just saying what people as stupid as him made my people feel and seem to feel like. Now, what I'm trying to tell you people is that we should definitely be a support system for the people that are here as children and were brought here, you know, without realizing that they were here because of some grave travesty in their home country. We should open with arms and be supporting. And in fact, we shouldn't stop future children or generations from that same program that they need to also benefit from too for their safety. To me, it's safety in numbers. I look at it like this way, peeps. As long as people come here for their safety, I don't have a problem with them living here, okay? It's about safety, okay? I know this country you might say as an American citizen listening to my podcast thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Us black people, us native people never had safety in numbers, so why should they? It's like, I know, I know, we're gonna get to that. But this is my point, peeps. Case in point. What you're going through is not much different from what they're going through. Except they don't have, you know, their own country defending them. They're actually not willing to defend them anyways. And... You know, the excessive killing you guys endured here is not much different from other sides of the border. Except at least in your case, you're not being forced against your will, bullied by the neighboring cartels in the neighborhood to be fucking in their basically drug operation of their drug drive just so they can force you against your will. Otherwise, they kill you on the spot, cut you up in pieces, throw you in probably Nevada acid and shit. 
because you're not willing to compromise in their disgusting drug deeds. So as you can see, people, like my sister's issue as a Hispanic to another Hispanic, we gotta champion the logic that it's okay for us Hispanics to expand ourselves and to achieve better lives. You see, if she's an American trying to get herself a better education and a better ex work experience in her young life as an American citizen, what's why should it stop, Amer you know, American, you know, citizens of the Mexican, Cuban, Venezuelan. South American of sorts and any other kinds like Panamanian to any other groups of Latino Hispanics it doesn't matter what nationality they might be within that mixed race of people that they can have the same rights to come here even as a child or even as a grown-up for their safety like come on now what's up with you people I know in the past I wasn't really so sure about them because I was sure but one thing I was definitely sure about was their safety and to me, safety. But I understand why Greg Abbott of the governor of Texas thought this might put them in danger because of sex trafficking. Well, you know what? That's the funny thing about sex trafficking. It's at the border and it's in with, within these borders. So, you know, you have to deal with more than just Mexican nationals. Other nationality of Hispanic nationals of other respected cultures coming here to expose themselves to predatory people. You also have the predators within this country's walls that are still going after women, girls, even our Native American women. What about them? Even our black women too, for that matter. What about them? Why, why are we so concerned about a bunch of Hispanic nationals coming across the border illegally to be thrown into sex trafficking? We have a problem here too. You know, if we're going to talk about sex trafficking as a plural, we might as well talk about it as a whole. You know, why are they worried about them exposing themselves to that? We have worse problems in this country. So see, this is what I'm saying. Case in point, it may not be what I call greener pastures for us here in America when it comes to our people of color issues being, you know, outright stepped over. But for them, this is just a Hispanic person issue in their country. And in their, the difference between them and us people, you're not going to believe this, but it's programs. That's the only difference. And language being a partial factor but it's mostly programs that we have in this nation that they would never put in mexico they don't have disability programs they don't have programs where you could work at home and take care of a loved one like in in-home supported service they don't have programs like that in mexico it, or even in other parts of hispanic central and southern america they don't they do not so for you guys you might be a little bit probably in disbelief to hear this but you guys are not that you know in a bad state at least some of us it's because it's it's working for them and that's just pretty much what's going on now it doesn't negate the fact that there's problems here in america but i still think our hispanic brethren that are coming here across the border illegally or not i think they deserve a entitlement and a right to human rights at least you know, they're not going to have our jobs, but they have a right to be part of our workforce. And they have a right to champion that by being allowed to live among us safely. Without worrying about being bullied by some cartel rivals or some cartel people. Or just trying to recruit people against their will. And also bullying these people off their own homes and lands just so they can do their drug drive crap on their farms. 
you know, that was their way of life in their own respectful place, and they can't even have that. So what are you talking about, people? At least in this country, you can still buy a property if you have the money, of course, and with good credit, and if it's not racially incentivized or targeted by the real estate people, that they actually allow people of color to finally have the right to buy properties and places so they can create the generational wealth. That's exactly what happened in countries like Mexico and South America and many other Hispanic cultural regions. They had that till the cartels came in and started uprooting these families from their homes and displacing these people. So this is why they came in droves over here. And also because of what Donald Trump did back in 2017, I think, or 18, I can't remember. But he wanted these people to not come here. So I feel like that fear scared these people. And they ran for their lives here just so they could come and get into the border before it closed. Didn't do any different or any good. But it still it lured out the perverted, disgusting people of sex trafficking and then, of course, cartels. Which, by the way, if people don't know this, cartels work in tandem with sex traffickers because they're pretty much the same people, okay? They work in tandem together. For them, it's just another walk in the park. They just It's a different genre of their job. Basically, they're multi-workers or taskers of respect. But not as a respectful nature as a job. Does that make any sense to you people? So I've been studying about some of these people in years through Wikipedia, through some people, through, you know, some Quora, you know, essays that they write on this on the app called Quora. And some people have been sharing some stories. Uh, I kind of glossed, I didn't really pay attention too much to them, but there's actually a topic about them I've noticed lately. And then, and just some other cases with these people, making it harder for these very young people. And then we're seeing now in our big, you know, world news for the nation is how bad it's gotten for these people because they're not able to be able to live their lives in peace because now they can't because it's in shambles or it's gone. And in the places like in Honduras and Ecuador and all of the places like Guatemala and stuff, basically the on the between the southern team, not Ecuador because that one's actually in South America, not them. I'm talking about uh, Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, those people are at the height of hurricanes and storms of nature, and also of, you know, landslides and stuff, even at the mercy of volcanoes and shit, unless you count Colima in Mexico, but anyways, you also have those people dealing with nature, not giving them a break, so it also prompted these people to move away, then you have the femicide issue, where there's thousands of women getting murdered in those areas accelerated by this cartel's way of life the machismo aspect way of life of men and then making it harder for women to even be a woman in their own country safely because they die so often so this didn't really help things so of course for them to come here illegally they had no choice people there was just no simply you know explanation or logic in the matter it was either do or die and guess what? They chose to not die because this was something they had to do for their young lives and to champion a new quest in their lives. Even if it is not exactly what we call ideally, but at least we know they came here knowing that this was something they had to do. And it breaks my heart that this is why they come here is because they can't even be safe as women over there. 
So they come here risking their own lives. At the same time, their children's. At the same time, if they're single or by themselves. At the same time, anything. And some of the stories are read about the cartels ganging up on these, you know, single mothers and women. Some of them were raped horrible times. There was even one I read a story about. I don't know if I remember telling this on my podcast a few podcasts ago. But a woman was raped in front of her son and then thrown acid on her genitalia. And then another one in front of her daughter. And somehow she both and her daughter survived. So did the son and the mother survive. But the one with the genitalia acid though, and that one with the son, I don't think, I don't know if she's still around. But I know for a fact that she was ruined down there. And, and it was that bad, okay? After reading that, it was really bad. So I'm just telling you guys, just to let you know, th these are things happening. And this is what the DACA people face if they don't have more new people subscribe to this stuff. I'm glad at least the current DACA recipients will be able to continue with their process. I'm just not happy that they're denying future people because simply because they think that the system in this country is overwhelmed by so many immigrants or something. It's really not. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Hispanic people, when they were once fully blood Native American indigenous, if they are, some of them are, well, I'm just going to tell you something. For thousands of years, if not hundreds of years, we've been crossing these borders without borders, okay? As brown people, we live in this continent peacefully, not always, but we lived and we never had to worry about a barrier or people at some post guarding. We just crossed over, minded our business, and lived our lives. Traded with one another, probably. And just lived that way. Just wholesome. Without a care in the world. We had to just watch ourselves from enemy territories. But never like in this kind of situation. And now it's like, it seems, it's just becoming undone. And now making unbelievable decisions on DACA it just doesn't make any sense I'm like you kids don't deserve to have their life cut because of these people who are just trying to make it harder for us to have more legalized brown people over here I feel like it's an attempt to make it harder for people and they say they don't want sex trafficking I'm like oh if that's really the case well then why don't you focus the sex trafficking here in America Greg Abbott, why don't you focus on trying to crack down on those very people in your own state if you're that worried? Greg Abbott of Texas, governor, why don't you focus that on there? And like in my state of California, I hope my governor focuses on that too because we don't need people sex traffic, okay? It's bad enough as it is. And now I'm watching TikToks of people saying that now sex trafficking just picked up in the United States. And I think to myself, you know what, pitches. At this point, it had nothing to do with the border exposing vulnerable people to sex trafficking. Sex trafficking happens wherever sex traffickers are. It doesn't matter where or majority of people are. It just matters for them if they're making a business off of this because there's too many consumers interested in a business that's so deceptively disturbing. So, and I feel like that had nothing to do with DACA. That's just him trying to settle his old supremacist score. I'm keeping a quota because of his governing party and also his type of people who have a disdain towards my brown people because they think they can just say things like oh that my people are causing a disturbance by exposing themselves if they're so worried about sex trafficking don't you think that shit would have been conquered in this country already you know 
if I were correctly, if I told you people this, this nation, this country, was basically not where it was without sex traffickers. Okay? In fact, Christopher Columbus himself was the first one, if not a slew of many others. So, I don't know why he's worried about such a thing. But that has nothing to do with the DACA issue, now, doesn't it? Sex trafficking itself is its own... It is its own kind of, you know, universe. It has its own rotation, if not its own planet like a solar system. It has nothing to do with them getting exposed. It's just that he doesn't want any more Hispanic people coming to his country, I think. Well, I'd say I don't want any more people from the East Coast and Texas especially coming to my state of California. But look at here we are. Here we are, bitches. And you want to make a big deal out of nothing. But to me, it's a big deal, you know, about people who need to go where they where they need it. And, and to me, if they feel the need to come here for safety, they shouldn't be denied the human right to be safe. They should be given the access to be safe because this is what human nature does. They go where it's safe. Just like a landslide. Would you want to stay in a place where a landslide is? No, you want to go away from the landslide because it's common sense. Just like for them, they can't stay in their country because it's just common sense. You can't stay in a country that's no place safe. Where your government's not doing enough power to combat this, you know, trivial and trifling of the drug drive of the cartels, ever impending thing. And now, you're trying to deny access for these DACA people just because of the influx of people of Central America and South America combined. And maybe some of my Hispanic Mexicans across the board in the mix. But really, it had nothing to do with sex trafficking or them being exposed in their safety. Now, this is just you just trying to use that sad shit as an excuse to make it seem like that they're in peril. And so that's why you're trying to impede on trying to put a stop to their running over here to take heed. And maybe to hide from the, from from these terror wrists like people so they don't have to bleed fresh blood against their own wills you see you don't care about their safety because you really care about their safety you would have also cared about the safety of your own people within the state of texas because i'm pretty sure like every state has a sex trafficking issue nationwide it's not just mexico's border anymore it's anywhere that they make a business is their business i think we need to get to the bottom of that you see and then you had some conspiracy theorists on a Pizzagate shit when they should have been focusing on the fact that it's not just a Pizzagate thing. This, it's just a national thing in general. It doesn't even have to do with pizza. It really have to do with just them making a business commodity off of people in general. And like some of the TikTokers explained, seeing weird people trying to, you know, target certain individuals alone, mostly women by themselves or kids or family, just so they can whip them up quick when they have to pick them up just for their own sick purposes you see then it's not really at the border issue anymore it's a nationwide issue as a crisis as a whole because look at on the central coast where i live right now it's a issue because apparently since these are the less populated cities in this portion of the state of california for them it, it, it's become a haven of sorts According to some people on the Central Coast. And yeah, I can say this. 
I think it's safe to say, people, that this might be the case. This might be the case. But I'm not going to stop people from wanting to be a DACA recipient because they want to have an education, they want to have a future, and because they know their own country's not going to allow them to have one because of what's going on with them. And, and to Greg Abbott, if you really cared about those people's future, like you say you do, why don't you focus on sex trafficking in your own home state first before you start accusing the border as a paradise for one? Why don't you start there? And instead of denying access to people's human rights, how about let people have the right to be live human for once, even if it means in your crappy state. Because they should at least have the chance to be allowed to roam free, to educate, to be amongst their brethren who are also brown like me. And other brown people, like Native Americans for example, we should be able to communicate to each other. We shouldn't have to do it through just social media alone. It should be like a an event that could be a, a nice gathering of sorts. Like a big you know, community celebration or a party. But you, whew, you're ruining it for this future. And to the kids listening, you know, kids that are DACA recipients, you gotta keep at it, okay? You gotta build your futures, you gotta mold it, okay? You have every right to live here, even if you're not exactly a citizen like me, 100%, but at least you lived like one for years. So it should, you know, go without saying you already are one to begin with. All you just need is the paper roll the money and that's it and you'll be just assimilated if not american like i anyways peeps i ram more about this shit but i think i'm about done and 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 also for liz's happiness i'm about done talking about her former fake ass job experience but in all else case i'm looking forward to her next chapter in another job also looking forward to what's happening with daca to see if the people get some respect on that and with all else fails hopefully for the best for everyone who wants to come here whether it's illegal or not because you know what a life is worth saving even if it's not what it looks like to you so anyway thanks for listening and as always this is rosie says and see you guys on the next podcast Oh, the conspiracy are at it again, peeps. This time they're making up every story about what they're thinking about. What they're really thinking about. Anyways, did you hear the latest bullshit from these conspiracy theorists? Now some of them, with their so-called vax hesitancy infodemic that we're dealing with right now, which pretty much the whole nation is dealing with, again, we're hearing stories about them saying side effects with that stuff. Unfortunately, you know, whether the side effects are warranted or not, it's not exactly dire, but the thing about the vaccines, at least some of them's working where it doesn't feel so many cases anymore. But to say, at least to this argument from the rebuttal from my previous podcast, I can honestly say, well, it's almost like they're running out of ideas to say stuff because it seems like conspiracy theorists are on the verge of a new, you know, crack, you know. For their games are just not wanting to do, to say the least. Now, they already made this an appointing, establishing notion that they still want to congregate and come back to normal civilization. They still say they don't want to be, you know, feeling like that they were just treated like the Black Plague and being basically deserted by everyone else who's vaccinated, like myself. And they already made their point that they will not take it no matter how much pressure or how much is out there to happen. But, you know, I gotta say this. I gotta say this, peeps. Even if it's the case. 
whether the government is doing this or not, it still remains to be a seen topic, but it's something of interest we have to understand, people. Now, I'm about to tell you is this, concerning these vaccines and stuff. Unfortunately, a few people had caught, you know, the the virus or coronavirus because of after being vaccinated. They haven't mentioned if it gave them or not, but it seems to say that they might have caught caught it, but it wasn't basically as severe, but it's more like in a minor situation. Like, you know, like they were saying the whole time with these shots. Once you get the shots, if you do catch it anyways, it won't be as severe where you end up in the hospital bedridden. You just end up with it and you're just basically going through the punches of the vaccine, you know, supporting you and your antibodies to pretty much pulverize the virus and not to send you at death's door. Which we now can establish that this is basically the case. Now that we establish these people, I'm just going to say this to you guys. What if I told you, because I was thinking about this yesterday myself. And what if I told you, if basically the vaccine, and I know it sounds obscene saying this. If we treat it like in that movie, The Matrix. Where there was a red pill, and then there was a blue pill. And the blue pill being the vaccine, and then the red pill being not the vaccine to take. And what happens this whole time, most of us took the red pill because we thought our future was going to be better because we thought everything was going out of, blown out of proportion. And we thought that we live, and I'm just saying this like in one of those weird scenarios, like what happens if this was really the case, that if we didn't take the vaccine, and this is why we're going to be back in a holdout with taking no vaccination and then we live just like what the videos of the of the of the news have been saying that they're saying that it's going to be basically a pandemic amongst the unvaccinated but it's more like it's just not really a pandemic at that point it's more like it's just the infected of the unvaccinated not really a pandemic because you know a pandemic is supposed to be a colossal if not colossal type of world event you know, it's supposed to be on a grander scale. Now it's more like in a subsequent grand cases that have nothing to do with the world grand. So I don't know, at this point, it's more like an epidemic that isn't a pandemic. And what happens if these people who didn't take the shot, all of them kept dying off? And that us that chose the blue pill, which was to get vaccinated, we survived. And like what everyone's been saying, like myself, this really was the survival of the fittest, if not natural selection. And basically all you who don't want to take it are virtually natural selecting yourselves out of the equation. Thus, like my mom was saying and reiterated, this is what she said, Oh good, so that way and during election time I don't have to worry about stupid people voting for dumb people that shouldn't be there. I never really thought of that in that kind of way. I didn't think about it in voting thing. But what I was telling you in my last podcast, I'm kind of concerned that they're going to have to redo the census. Because now, with all the people dead, you know how they have to, for every decade, they have to count how much money they're willing to add for the fiscal decade of the time. And how much head count and who is really going to benefit who here or not and whatever. And that's what I was thinking about was still no one is talking about is the census. It's just me. And I'm saying this, guys. It's kind of concerning because, you know, the census is what gives the courts, if not the judgment of the capital of all the people to pretty much whoever, you know, does the money 
dis distribution of the Federal Reserve and all that stuff, it gives them a chance of what, how much money we deserve as an alive, I should say, a, uh, a population of people who exist for them to issue, you know, the right amount of money that our respectable cities, if not groups of people, deserve. And what happens that they can't do that because now, because a majority of people just died, it's over payment that they're not able to pay us with because of those people being deceased. And now they might reduce more money, if not take away less money. So it got me thinking like this, people. Perhaps this is what it might just be, you know, a way to just reroute what it is and just see how much head count and population count exists left as a natural selection. And you know how Biden today or yesterday commented that he thinks social media, mainly things like Facebook, is basically wedging between the infodemic and the people who are basically stronghold and steamrolling this, you know, anti-vaxxer movement. Because they think this is some type of an obscure pandemic, And he said that that's what's killing people. Well, he's not wrong, but it's wrong to blame social media itself for it. Because the social media people that made these platforms aren't hindering people from the pandemic. It's people and their conspiracies that are. So this is why this topic is really about, you know, exposing the conspiracy theories of what they really are. They're just ugly rumors that are just made up by stupid people to scare even more frightened, sad people, you know. And listened to by people who don't do a double take and don't, you know, proofread and don't, you know, really cite their sources on where they're getting this annoying and stupid information that's coming out of basically their assholes and not anywhere else except they're just flamboyant imagination because they don't really care and like everyone's been saying this my mom said this first herself they're basically encouraging people to kill themselves without killing themselves it's like being involuntary suicidal without being suicidal it's almost like you're telling people i'm going to have you walk into your death but wear this blindfold but you're still going to die anyways it's like that and you fall into a big pit and it turns out to be a volcano and is erupting and boiling hot. Honestly, people. And that's what's happening. That's really what's happening. You got people encouraging people to really walk into their death. So it's basically like the blind leading the blinded or the most blinded. I wouldn't say they're blinder, but people are basically, you know... Walking as fools in a fool's paradise, if that makes any sense. But anyways, people, what I'm trying to say is, guys, you have to always check and read and who you listen to. You have to really know these people are coming from genuine people. And like, I'm going to say this to you right now. I know it sounds hard to believe this, but someone like me who actually is fully vaccinated, who didn't have any side effects, who's still alive, despite being overweight and stuff. I'm going to tell you something. It's probably better to listen to someone like me who actually had been fully vaccinated than someone who refuses to vaccinate. And I'll tell you why. Because at least the more of us that vaccinate together, the less of us have to worry about 
what rumors are put on social media to dispel our, you know, trust and authenticity to realize that the government really was trying to help us and they weren't really trying to hurt us as we once thought. Because really, why would they want to kill their own people? I understand in the past, racially speaking, that only applied to black people, Native Americans, and some of us Hispanics. But it really never meant to the white populace, you know. That's who they consider is the real Americans, of course. And that's who they're trying to save, believe it or not. I feel like if there was any real conspiracy, it was about to wipe my brown and black people out of the equation. Because that's who they desire to destroy. Because of their so, you know, not so obvious, but very obvious perpetual hatred of us. So what I can say to you is this. That that is what's really going on. That's the real, to me, the real conspiracy. is just trying to kill all of us, but not being obvious about it. But also at the same time being obvious about it. Without trying to be made obvious about the actual broader and brutalizing intentions. So, and I'm trying to say this. White America doesn't realize this, but you're being more saved than black and brown America right now. In fact, having to hear during the pandemic... Before the shots rolled out, before any of us got a vaccine, a lot of people were sent to the hospital. Only the white people came out majority of the time, but when it came to the people of color, less of them came back out alive. And less of them didn't even make it. So yes, there was a lack of consideration for people of color, especially when it came to nurses and doctors in particular, but mostly to those who attend to the people of color and not all of them were interested in saving those lives. They were more interested in saving their white counterparts than anything. Because to them, that was their pride and joy. That was who mattered to them. So when I tell you this, people, white America, you are being looked at by the white American government that you rule under. And I'm telling you, they want you guys to be alive. They don't want someone like looking like me or my mom. They they they're not focusing us brown Americans that are Hispanic. They're only focusing on themselves getting, you know, the white populace safe. Because they know they're a dying breed currently in America right now because there's so much interracial coupling is making their race supposedly disappear on the face of the earth without wanting to. But that's their own fault for trying to, you know, phase us out by replacing us with themselves. But really, it just got them to be the phased ones and to disappear from this American landscape. And let me tell you, people, that's why this happened. It happened because it had to happen. And it wasn't a weird flex. This was just real. I'm just curious, though. How you guys didn't see this coming. How no one of color, except for me, knows that they're just trying to save just the white people. This is why what Lance said on his TikTok, if you guys know him, his his name is Modern Warrior. Because, dude, he's in the modern times just being his own version of a warrior without having to spearhead someone. And without having to hurt anyone with his hands, even though for a hunky guy... And a nice body, by the way. The dude looks like a, a guy version of my sister Liz. I know. What are you thinking? Ew. I know. 
I, I'm not trying to make my sister feel like she's a man, but both have one thing in common. They don't cuss, they don't scream out loud, and they definitely don't say much words loudly. But they're very quiet, and they also use intellectual comebacks, as well as they have luscious, long, illustrious hair. Ooh, I am jealous. And they're both not fat. Except for Liz, she has stress fat, that's different. But she normally is, you know, a slim girl. You know, she normally is. Anyways, not trying to make Lance and Liz be the same person, I know. I'm like looking at the same person, am I right? I'm not trying to say those two look alike in any way, but it just gives me Liz vibes every time I see him. I don't know, it just does. You know, with Hey Colonizer, it's like, with Liz, you know, she would probably say something as silly as that. And then people would just be thrown off their shit. Except he wouldn't be cussing. And he doesn't cuss at all. Just like Liz doesn't cuss. And just like Liz has long, luscious hair that everyone wants to probably steal from themselves. And probably idolize and copy. But at the same time, you know, love it up. With some beautiful horse shampoo. I don't know. Everyone keeps saying on like some stuff I'd asked my sister one time if that stuff worked. And she says she claimed from other people she's talked and I'll talk about my sister Beva. I think I asked her about this one time. And that uh, she said that stuff may work really good because it does so much wonders for the hair. And I think this was because of that movie of watching Blades of Glory. I don't know if anyone remembered that. And that guy who uh, Will Ferrell played used that kind of hair shampoo for his head. Which is like, okay, well, must be something in the hair shampoo because it's working good wonders for that guy too. But anyways, peeps, not to get off subject here, but you know, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to throw people off the subject, but you know, on TikTok, what Modern Warrior said was the most messed up thing I never thought of. And this is why, I, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I believe it might be, because what he says was, while everyone else was getting their vaccine shots, Native America wasn't getting any of that. Not because they didn't want the vaccine shots, it's they weren't given the opportunity to have one. And the majority of them were dying in record numbers. Like, they were the majority of deaths in America all last year, too. And he had a very heartbroken looking, you know, very, oh man, very heartbreaking face. He looked really so sad, and it was really sad to know that this was really actual facts. Not just my Hispanic people, but his Native American people of my brown people's counterpart they were dying in record numbers and they're supposed to be the first nation peoples you know that tells you how bad things are for us people of color so when the white people get all weird about the vaccines i'm like bitches they're not trying to save us they're just only trying to save you guys since you guys are basically predominantly basically the race of people that are now starting to become a memory of your own kind because you're now becoming part of the majority of people in the world as a minority. Okay? I'm saying the truth. You guys are, are not keeping up with your own kind anymore. And you're basically becoming a depletion of your own people. Y'all are just mixing in, mixing in with my people. Black people and native peoples. And other people of colors around the world globally. That you're losing yourself as a, as a people that were once basically in high regard this is why all that you know abortion laws are kicking in for some reason this is why we're seeing 
this blatant racism coming back to bite us in the ass again. It, I mean, it's not like it never happened, but it's just inflamed racism, I should say. It's more like a wound that didn't heal, but just got more scorn, but more hard to heal now because it's like more intensified. That's basically what this racism did. And with the vaccines in tandem with that, all it did was inflame more for the people that they were trying to save it for. They didn't even want nothing to do with it. While the Hispanic and black population, besides Native American populations, were simply getting not enough of that help in their own communities that I've read and heard of. Mostly I've heard of, not really read it, but mostly heard of. And they're not being the access of the people. And I mean... And this this is really concerning. Because, you know, supposedly Joe Biden had a July 4th, basically, um, goal to have people 75% inoculated by the time, you know, the 4th of July came and went. And he didn't even get those people to get that far. And, you know, now he's just, you know, just a guy in office who's trying his best to make things right, but... At the, at the space he has to be okay with. And not because people just didn't really want to follow suit and do the right thing and, you know, give themselves a chance to, you know, save themselves. You know, they didn't want to. So they denied themselves even a chance to continue living, you know, a life inoculated. They just deny themselves from it because it's cool. To then to be like some type of, you know, I guess you could say of a type of weird rebel of sorts. And that's what I don't understand, you know. It just didn't make any sense. It concerns me a lot more knowing this happened. And it happened because of these people trying basically silently save their own kind while ignoring mine and all the other people and you know you would think I thought we're all Americans you know and that's what I thought too I thought us being America Americans in America I thought because of that the people who you know own the horse that does you know the bulky pants I'm just saying I didn't touch the screen or my uh opening to see if I wrote Something before. I'm gonna carry it. Hmm. And I'm just telling you guys, like, we don't believe this. I know it sounds, you know, obscene, but they're only trying to save their own white people. They're not interested in saving my brown people or black people, for that matter. They just want to save who they think is right. And that's why they chose this guy. And I'm just saying, guys, it comes off to me as they don't want to save people. They just want to save themselves and their people. See, and my point being, and I just, I'm just telling you guys, it doesn't sound good, but it sounds like they just want to save their own kind. Kind of falling asleep here while I talk about this and thinking really hard about what to say next. 
But I'm telling you guys the truth. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. You are quiet. You need to... I'm just saying, guys, I'm kind of dozing off here as you hear the rain pre-recorded sound coming from my Spotify account. Just want to let you guys know. I'm just saying, peeps. That's all I got to say about this rant about my belief in the conspiracy about what's really happening. And where the conspiracies are wrong and they're not really understanding who is getting the shot versus who's not. And all I got to say to you, peeps, is definitely not much of our people of color. It's definitely y'all's white people's. Now, anyways, peeps, I tell you more, but I'm falling asleep on this one. And on that note, peeps, I'm Audi. This is my podcast and is known as Rosie Says. And as always, thanks for listening and see you next podcast.